Blog Talk Radio. There was a time I was so afraid, so scared to do what I wanted. In looking back, I can see all the mistakes that I made, and I wish that I Talk to me and tell me I can change. Don't be afraid. Hi, welcome to Block Talk Radio, Safe Recovery. This is Monica, and I'm your host. So tonight, I just want to say hey. I didn't plan to do a show, but I want to tell everybody to have a great Thanksgiving or a great holiday week, and I will be back uh, next week and um, see somebody in the chat room. Anyway, uh, hey there out there in chat world. So I just want to talk about the petition so here's what the petition says. Um, Forced Alcoholics Anonymous headquarters to require all meetings to have sexual harassment safety standards, literature, and policies implemented. Um, judges are sentencing third-level sex offenders and violent criminals as part of their plea bargains to AA meetings unknown to current to many and most AA members and the public at large. There is a rampant problem with sexual harassment, battery, and rape being covered up in AA, its culture, and by the AA community and the press. So what the petition wants is to mandate the reading of safety literature before every meeting that states no member should be sexually or financially harassed in any way and make it policy from the top down to all meetings that there be a safety poster on every wall in all meeting halls, and that literature stating that there is a zero-tolerance policy in regards to sexual harassment and battery in all AA meetings in line with all existing current state and federal laws. So um, guess what, AA? You are not above the law. And uh, I'm just doing a hi there, Salahuddin. Mmm, very mysterious chatter out there in chatland. Um, so I'm just doing a really short show. I didn't expect anybody to show up really because I didn't promote it. I wasn't going to do any, but I didn't tell people, hey, you know, I'm not having uh, a show this week because of the holidays. But uh, So basically, you can go on to Leaving AA, or you can also go to Stop 13 Steps in AA. And... Uh, on there, there's a link, and somebody already emailed me saying that the link isn't working. Aww. 
So I'm going to have to, after I finish having this really short 10-minute show, um, that I am going to uh, go and try to fix that. So it's sign on, do I know you, Salahuddin? You know, we decided that uh, somebody had contacted me recently about the, the pamphlet and that the grassroots movement and how it all began, and I posted it up on Stop 13 Step uh, in AA on my WordPress, and so it's Stop 13 Step in AA. And what really, um, what's going on here with the chat? It looks like it's stuck or something. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, the founder of AA Bill W. was the archetype for the worst type of sexual harassment in AA. Yes, that's true. Um, if you want to call in, it's 818-475-9211. If you want to call in, 818-475-9211. Um, oh, hi. It's Sal from New York. We haven't we haven't seen you lately. How have you been? Um, yeah, he really was, although they really kept it kind of hidden haven't they, what kind of a harasser he was. Uh, it was really the orangepapers.org, orange-papers.org, has a, a whole encyclopedia about the truth about Bill Wilson. And I really didn't know that till I found the Orange Papers three years ago, that he had a long time an affair with somebody, right? Oh, you had the flu. Sal had the flu. I hope you're feeling better. Um, I'm just typing at the same time here. Uh, and they wanted to give me a flu shot today. I went to my doctor's. And, oh, I want to talk about that. So I knew that when I was going to see my doctor today, everywhere I go right now, I'm doing outreach on the alternatives for AA. Oh, I'm so glad you're feeling better. And um, what you're welcome. You're so welcome, Sal. I really liked talking to you when you called in. You have a you have a great voice as well, and I hope that you get to get back and maybe be a counselor so you can reach other people. Um, and so, yeah, I'm doing a really short show, but I wonder if uh, let's see, we got a caller on the line. Hey there, caller. Hi, Sal. How you doing, Monica? Hey, Sal. How are you? Uh, much better. I was really down in the dumps for a couple of weeks with a bad flu. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe I should go get that flu shot. <laughs> I don't know, you know. Yeah. Did you ever get one? Did you ever get a flu shot? Yeah. Actually, I think the last time I got one, I was in the military, and I was actually sick, you know, and years ago. And, when you you know, when you're sick and they give you that vaccine, it makes you even worse. So I, I went through mm. boot camp, like, really sick for eight weeks <laughs> years ago. But, um... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. I um I almost uh, was going to get it, and then I thought, no, maybe better not until after Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. Let me see if we have another caller on the line. Now you want to? Hey, caller, 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 caller. You want to? You want to talk? I'm a caller, but I was just listening, Missy. Okay, you want me to put your Sal's on here? He said, "How's Kevin?" Sal, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Kev, Monica. Good to speak Thank to you, you both. You too. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd, ra- I'd rather listen to you and Sal, so you can just put me in the, on uh, the listening thing, sweetie. Okay, I'll put you on hold. Thanks, Kevin. All right. Hey, take um, it easy, Kev. 
Yeah, you know, uh, the thing with um, with Bill Wilson is when I found this out and the way that it was described that he actually had to have, like, the old-timers kind of surrounded him and, you know, had to try to keep him away. For, like, that means he was such a lech, you know what I mean? Unbelievable, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that she still gets money. Like, that woman, people, when they donate because of the way the will was set up, um, His you mistress, know, Bill Wilson's right. heirs and Lois's, and then, what, what, do you know what her name was? I, I don't remember. What if she gets, like, 10% of the proceeds, right? Yeah, she was I, like, yeah, it's a lot, you know? Yeah. That's that's really a lot. Um, so I, I was going. I went to my doctor, and I I plan that no matter who I go see now, who's a professional, I'm going to bring the letter that we wrote to professionals that expose what's going on in AA. Hmm. So I printed out the letter, and I brought. Oh, you know what? Did I forget to send you those cards? So. Yeah, uh, I didn't get any. I think I gave. Sorry, you know what I did? Um, yeah. I'll put that in it's my. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Anyway, I typed, I you know printed out the letter and I got a different doctor. And when she was done talking about my medication, I said, you know, do you when you were in co- you know in school, you know, what did you learn about addiction? And you, she kept like you could almost see like a little, I don't know, like not a little defensive, but a little like, where was I going? And I just said I'm making a documentary film, and you know, she said basically they just refer people. And I said, yeah, but we all know people in our lives, you know, who have problems and. Um, I just wanted you to know, and I pull out my is 12-step not working for you, and I explain the alternatives and how they're not disempowering and how they're empowering, and it just felt so good. And then, I, and then the other day I saw like a there was an, uh, a big fire truck, you know, outside where I shop, and mm-hmm. he was getting money out of the ATM, and I waited for him, and I introduced myself, and it was just really cool that if all of us talk about it with people, the word will spread, especially with cops and police officers and doctors and lawyers, you know? Mm-hmm. I know in New York City, like with the 12-step program, they actually have special special meetings for professionals, you know? Mm, they try to, really? they say they shouldn't, but they segregate themselves, like police officers, psychotherapists, because mm-hmm. I used to intern at um, St. Saint, Saint, uh, Luke's Roosevelt, and um, when I was doing, you know, working on my MSW, for it. Uh, it used to be Smithers, and, and they, you know, it's St. Luke's Roosevelt. Um, it's no longer Smithers, but I interned there some mm-hmm. years ago, and uh, and that's where I found out about, you know, these special, you know, twelve-step meetings for police officers, firemen, you know, mm-hmm. psychotherapists, and such doctors, professionals. So they can, they see, they say, oftentimes they can, you know, they do segregate themselves from mainstream twelve-step. Hmm. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I guess that's true. I think that. Um, oh, there's Amy. Um, hey, Amy. Uh, I'm doing a really short show, girl. It's like I got four minutes left. I decided I'd just do a quick 15 minute show just to say Happy Thanksgiving and just talk about the petition. Um, were you able? You know what? I didn't send the emails from my Gmail, but I will send it to you, Sal. Um, Thanks. I, so I started a petition about mandating uh, headquarters to sign, um, I mean, to make, you know, uh, sexual harassment literature. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to send it to both people that are in, still in the program and out because there are plenty of people in the program that believe something needs to be done. Yes. I'd be really curious to see how many signatures I can get, you know. 
I think it's important, even if some people think that they're, well, they may not be prone to be a, an object of sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. In terms of recovery, I mean, it's really a distraction when you go to a meeting and that's all the people really are there for. You know, you're trying to get down to business and talk about recovery and, you know, you see people with all these sidebars, you know, hanging around the coffee pot, you know, trying to pick up people. Mhm, mhm. It's, it's a real distraction. <laughs> yeah, know. yeah, it is. Actually, I was talking to someone who's in a different twelve step today, and she's a writer, and she was saying that somebody told her to go to, you know, AA meetings too, and I was like, what for? Like, why yeah. would you want to go to AA meetings to learn what if you were, you know, mm-hmm. in another twelve step program? And she said it was so distracting, and she could mm-hmm. see the young women the way they stood up and the kind of things and the way they dressed. She said it was like a bar. Yeah, you know, it was like a bar, and I said, "Yeah, but there's no owner, and there's no bouncer, and there's mm-hmm. no one." In, in fact, there's the opposite behavior of protocol of what goes on, uh, and the behavior and the protection and the, the story cell that, you know, I mean, there's another story that came in like last week about there's some guy who like says he's got 23 years without a drink. I don't even want to say he's sober because the behavior is so bizarre and. <laughs> You know, hitting on her 16-year-old daughter, and he's 54, and um, it's just really sick. It's just that that kind of uh, predatory behavior is just really bizarre, but um, I can't believe we... Hey, Gunther. Gunther came on. I wonder if we keep going, what will happen with the show. Um, so what's going on in New York? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, in terms of, you know, they, they, in Sakati Park, they broke up, the, <laughs> you know, the, um, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, that protest, but I mean, in terms of recovery, I guess it's basically the same thing, you know, but I just want to say, you, you know, you made that point about, you know, there are people who, who are in the rooms, 12-step program, who really, they, they practice, if you listen, you know, just sit and listen to them, you know, share at a meeting, and it's like they practice being insincere. They avoid really talking about anything of substance because they don't want to be perceived as being ungrateful, quote-unquote, and problematic because that's perceived of as an indication of not having good recovery. You know, anything, if you right. are uncomfortable at all, that means that, you know, you know that as you, I remember I was sharing with somebody what you said about that statement about nothing, absolutely nothing, you know, acceptance, and that you knew the person, and he's like, these people completely took it out of context, you know, and it's just mm-hmm. one statement in a story, you know, that they've completely, and, and and as you said, I think that attitude that they practice insincerity, they practice, you know, sounding good at the expense of being good. They're not trying to be good. They're trying to fit in socially. It's really about fitting in socially in the 12-step program, so they're mm-hmm. not really doing the real work of change and progress. They just want right. to fit in. That's it. That's right. And I, I recently went to a SMART meeting, and um, I went to bring an old sponsee of mine. You know, she's like got a double decades of sobriety, and it was feeling really like it wasn't helping her at all, and... I went to a meeting, you know, just to bring her, really, but I got a lot out of it, and I love the way that they cross-talk. They, you know, they talk to each other, and I noticed that people with long-term sobriety, um, you know, they um, they don't know how to, like, their communication skills, some of them, you know, the way they listen, the way they 
have to sit and everybody gets to talk, but there's not like this banter back and forth. Um, and uh, in SMART, you actually, you know, the guy engages you, he asks questions, people, you know, jump in and say things. And it, it, everybody's really respectful of that, for, you know, I think for the most part, but there's a real leader there. I really like it. Do you go to do you go to smart meetings or have you ever? Gone I have, to- yeah. A facilitator yeah. giving feedback, developing interpersonal skills, which as you said, they really don't. You know, they talk at you, they pontificate. You know, they they have the they really don't learn to communicate because you know it's, communication is is a two way dynamic and it's always about big eyes and little U's in the twelve step program. So as you said. The people who who claim to like have you know I've been in the fellowship for so many years, as though well yeah but I mean you know if you can you you're practicing these behaviors for this long and these behaviors are counterproductive they become more deeply embedded in your personality so that's not something to really to really be proud of or or to celebrate you know having these really deeply embedded you know limitations. In terms of your, you know, your personality, your ability to communicate. So yeah, I agree. I think that this that they really practice a lot of, a lot of counterproductive and backward dynamics that are being you know practiced. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I've met people who, um, in smart and in SOS who haven't had been around that long who who were eons ahead of, 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 you know, some of us who've been around, who, you know, claim, you know, who have been abstinent for a while, but, you know, right. they, they, you know, because of the way they, they conduct their meetings, you really learn to, to, to communicate, you know, you learn to engage people, you learn to be sincere, you learn right. to get in touch with your feelings. You don't do that in the 12-step meeting. You know, right. you don't do that. You know, if you try to talk to somebody in a meeting about something, they'll tell you, well, you should be sharing that with your sponsor. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can't talk to anybody else, but you got to go to your guru or sponsor, you know. So, yeah. but, I mean, you, you don't really learn to, 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 to communicate by just limiting yourself to one person. You're not even using the, the fellowship to its fullest by limiting yourself to a sponsor, you know. So, so there's a lot of, a lot of backward practices in the 12-step program. Mm-hmm. You know what? I really agree with you, and I think, um, you know what happened is I plan to do like just a 15-minute show, so people who were just in the chat room and listening on the computer think that the show ended, because it did, but it's funny. It um, Maybe if, uh, I mean, I have your your phone number, mm-hmm. that if I don't have a, um, another guest, do we want to do just be the person who's doing the show with me so we have sure i appreciate it it's it's great yeah you know thank you so much for asking i find um you really to be uh you know good with me on the radio and it's Mm -hmm. nice to have someone to i'm I'm writing your number down um i've actually got another friend and he's uh he's an atheist and he actually was the one who introduced me to um i'm gonna let him know about it and perhaps he he could call in and he's you know rather articulate and uh you know Mm -hmm. um, you know, he used to go to to We Agnostics meeting on Central Park West, and he's you know most of the people there were atheists, and he's very free thinking, open minded, and he doesn't even make that meeting anymore. And he's been sober, you know, at least I think about twenty five years or so, maybe more. But um, wow. so maybe I you know I let him know about your show, maybe call in too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stick you want to do it for next week? Sure. Yeah. 
definitely. Yeah, okay, let's do it. Is this time okay for you? It's If we do it at 6 o'clock my time, 9 o'clock your time? Or you want to do it at 5 uh, or 8? I'm going to have to, I'm just, I'm going to have to do it around your schedule because I usually work on Tuesday, but I'll take, next week I'll take, uh, take excuse me, take off because I wasn't working the last couple of weeks anyway. I was pretty sick. But I'll take off next Tuesday, you know? Just okay, to, you know, all right. Just so I'll plan, um, uh, I'll plan a, um, a show where we can talk about maybe let's bring it up about the petition and maybe Bill W was mm-hmm. a sexual predator. I guess that would be very a provocative title. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, and this person who who just you know just is really so ironic that this person who the people in the fellowship celebrate as this paragon of virtue. This person, you know, we talk about a moral inventory. This person who who is who is who is the example of morality, you know, the, you know the the archetype, you know, for recovery. Himself relapsed to LSD, was a womanizer, and yeah. the fellowship itself is now perpetrating the program itself. Right. By 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 partaking in all the re- the revenue that's given by the members to to you know you know the world service org the heads of is going to to this mistress they're actually partaking in that immoral act I mean to me I mean if we really look at the scope of it it's really mind boggling you know the the fraud the deception the whole phenomenon of the twelve step program it's really mind boggling it's unbelievable. I know. I, I agree, and I think it would be really, really good dark film if somebody who, uh, insiders who knew him, um, who who went into the depth of how he treated Lois and, mm. you know, how he really kind of stole, you know, he, he was a terrible businessman. I mean, mm. in, in the movie uh, that they made about Lois, Hallmark made last year, I went to see it, and the guy who played him, though, really captured, like, what a wuss mm. he was. Like really, what I mean, they did not deal with him being a, um, you know, a philanderer, you know, a, a womanizer. They didn't deal with it at all. So, but if somebody really wanted to make a good dark and black and white film, yeah, 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 <laughs> like Sin City, you know, style of Sin City. Remember that film? Yeah, the film noir, the film noir, film, kind film of. noir about yeah, it's about yeah. Bill Wilson. Boy, would that be that would be really fun thing to uh, you, know, you, you know as you said like my first what was it the first film everybody the one with James Woods who starred as uh, and James Garner yeah. starred as you know that was you know when I first came around like you said years ago you know everybody was uh, uh, recommending you watch the show and now I look back on it and it's like you know what a fraud you know what what a yeah. deception what what you mm-hmm. know what you know again <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, we could talk about it at infinitum, and, and it's just—it's so offensive when you see the reality of it. Right. And then, that's, yeah, it's just so offensive. <laughs> but I think when you find it out, like, so how long ago did you find out about the truth of him? Oh, this friend, this guy, Stickman. I mean, he's really this guy, a friend of mine. When I first came around, I met him in the in, you know late eighties, early nineties, and he was the one who told me about it. He was the one who told me about first. It was smart. Uh, the the uh, the small book. Um, he's again. He's been a friend of mine for a long time, and uh, mm-hmm. you know he know. And he now no longer go makes meetings at all. He doesn't make meetings at all, and you know. And I, I he's a he's you know a, a person who um, 
you know, who is, you know, I always impress. He's very artistic and, you know, and so forth. And he's always impressed me as somebody who is a truth teller. And I, you know, I think mm-hmm. maybe, you know, perhaps, you know, I, you know, he's, you know, got his own life. But I think maybe, you know, if again, if I tell him about the show, perhaps he would want to come on the show and give some of his insights. But he was the person, you know, who really was the one who. And then I did my own research, and, you know, but you know, as I said, I really didn't need it anymore. But just kind of. Because of my experience in the twelve steps, yeah, and it was so offensive, and it had such a negative impact on me in terms of my self perception. You know, everything yeah. that I thought was positive about myself, they deemed to be negative. You know, my 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 tendency towards inquiry, towards you know analysis, they said that was mm-hmm. resistance. It wasn't. I simply wanted to gain insight, and they deemed That's that right. as being negative. <laughs> Simple. That's right. Yeah. And you know, yeah. I think that uh, since I talked to you last, I did a Tony mm-hmm. Robbins. I did his Walk on Fire um, mm. workshop, you know, the Unleash the Power Within, and, man, i got to tell you, I, I talked to Hank, you know, he had done it, I guess, years ago, but I've been wanting to do it for years, and I finally had the time and the money, and I was just like, wow, what a, I mean, well, what, really what is that? I know Tony Robbins is all the, that belief system, the, you think about yeah. this now, the belief that, you know, and really when I went to AA, you know, all those years ago, they didn't say, you know, you're going to be here for like 35 years. And, you know, <laughs> even though we're telling you just go when you want, but what really what we mean is we really want you to go for the rest of your life. And, you know, you're just one of us and you're, you know, like a ma- woman who's lost her legs. She'll never grow new ones. And mm. you're sick. You know, this is just, I mean, the the hogwash. The, but I was so grateful. Really, it was the first time. I was really glad that I was at the workshop now and not last year because mm-hmm. I had already left AA. The belief system that I was an alcoholic and was going to have to go to meetings for the rest of my life is mm-hmm. gone. I mean, I that one, I, I, I got rid of it. But I, it was it was one of those that I had lived with for so long. And I was just like, wow, that's really sick. And he's really into empowerment. Although I could tell, and I ran into some, like, AA people there. It was really weird. Um, I think gay people, uh, once they realize or they want to grow, they're going to wind up in that world, you know, to study Tony's stuff. And, um, but um, I am. I'm going to go. I'm going to say mm. good night. And I'm. I'm glad that I should have had a 30-minute show because there were people actually <laughs> logged in. I was just like, whoa. It was just serendipity. I was just surfing. You know the net, and I would actually yeah. look to see if you had a show on, and I saw that you didn't. So then, when I saw that you popped up, I was like, "Wow, this is great!" You know, but yeah, I was looking to see if you had a show on. I know you usually have on Tuesday. So. Yeah, I'm so glad we did. So we'll put it down, and so we'll do it nine o'clock your time, six o'clock yeah. my time, and tell your friend about it, and call Excellent. in, and you just you co-host it with me. Excellent serendipity. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I'll, I'll see you. Have a nice holiday, and I'll see you, you next too. Tuesday. Okay, you too. Best of you and the family. Bye, Kevin. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.